Hello All Beard Inside listeners, we here at All Beard Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video. So we have decided to present a second weekly episode of one of our previous interviews in audio-only format here for your earholes. This is the audio from episode 72 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on April 23rd, 2021. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside, quarantine editions of the episode. Joining us today, we have Bob, also known as Oshawa Beer Guy on Instagram. Hi there, everyone. Great to be here. Really looking forward to this conversation. Awesome. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to speak with us. We always appreciate anybody who anybody who's more than willing to take their time to speak with us, uh, especially about our love of craft beer and uh, all that can be involved within the world of craft and and obviously social media and such. Uh, but as we do on most shows, uh, except for when people do dry January or whatever, we're going to share a virtual beer. Uh, let my viewers know what you're drinking. I am drinking Dark Prince, Dark Prince, a black IPA by Man Antler Brewery in Bowmanville. That's an awesome design. Um, yeah, yeah. So I have another city with the O starting out of the province of Ontario from Ottawa. We have Brew Revolution. Talking about a revolution, it is a vanilla Earl Grey Black IPA. Interesting. We both have Black IPAs on the go. Yeah, that's perfect. And as we do, we do a virtual toast. So a toast. Cheers. Nah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's too heavy. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, that's a nice, that, like, vanilla tea. That's very tasty. Is that your first time with that one? Yeah. Um, so just before, you know, uh, the cases really started climbing again, I did a day trip to Ottawa to pick up a... Um, I'm starting to get into costlier scotches, which isn't a good thing. Uh, but there was a <laughs> bottle in Ottawa uh, only that I could get at the LCBO there. Uh, it's called Bunahaven. 12-year-old from Islay, 90 bucks a bottle. Uh unavailable in Quebec where I live. So day trip to Ottawa, go to Brew Revolution, enjoy a fantastic meal on a patio, nice and open, no worries nice. about COVID coming around me. Uh, and I picked up some beer and uh, I got to say Brew Revolution, they're a solid brewery out in Ottawa. So if you're ever there, check them out. Excellent. Excellent. You know, it's almost, it almost sounds like a dream, the idea of sitting on a patio again, having a nice meal and having a flight. It's really, really weird. And I'm really looking forward to those days coming back. But speaking of Ottawa, my uh, my daughter just got accepted into Teachers College at the University of Ottawa. So it's like, this is going to be good because cool. of all the craft beer and so forth. I mean, and of course, your education too. Yeah, yeah. But but beer. Beer is very easy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm coming to visit you. And uh, here's all these breweries <laughs> you can go visit at the same time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably happen, yeah. Yeah. So this one here is, um, it, it's a favorite of mine, Dark Prince by, uh, by Man Antler. And um, Manhattan is kind of special to me. Um, it was my first craft brewery out here in, uh, in Durham. And it really sort of really got me into the idea of craft beer. And the whole thing was, was really quite interesting. When I found out there was a brewery, and this was maybe three or four years ago, a brewery in, in Durham, like 20 minutes from my house, not even 20 minutes from my house. It was like, I have to check this out. And then um, I'm driving, I'm looking forward. And it's like, kind of like the older part of Bowmanville, like Bowmanville, like most of Durham's really boomed. So there's lots of, uh, lots of development and new housing and everything, but this is in the, in the core in the, in the old part in a sort of industrial area, which I really kind of like. 
and I'm going across these train tracks and go behind the industrial complex. And it looks like, it looks like this is more of a place to do a drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like woods behind and it's like, where am I? And then it's like this metal door and down these concrete steps. And I end up in this place that just seemed uh, kind of magical at that moment. So Manhattan has always been really special to me for sure. That's awesome. So and that, that's kind of where your craft beer journey began, would you say? Well, it's kind of interesting because I was thinking about it and it really goes back like maybe decades, but there was a big drought in between because I had some, uh, some maritime friends. Um, they were from Cape Breton and my mom's family's from Cape Breton too. So, you know, nothing against them. I love, I love the maritimers for sure. Um, but these guys were kind of cheap. <laughs> so they found out about Upper Canada Brewery and this was in the late eighties, maybe early nineties. And I was just a kid, like maybe 20 years old. Right. And they said, well, we can go in there and they give us free beer. So it was these samples. Right. And that was new to me and they loved it. And I think they were just there for the, for the free beer, but I realized, Oh my God, every beer tastes different. These beers are really, really good. So forget about all that stuff that, you know, you, you buy at the beer store that I've been drinking since a teenager, right? (laughs) It's like, this is actually good. Right. And I love the variety about it. So I went back a few times, even without the uh, Maritimes. And then uh, I started buying Upper Canada and uh, they faded out. Uh, I think they were, they were picked up by one of the big guys. Um, And then uh, I kind of, you know, you start having a family and money gets tight and everything. And I sort of dabbled here and there, but then I think Man Antler came around and it got me back into it. Yeah. Years later. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, everybody I spoke about their craft beer journeys, just like, you know, uh, sitting around with the guys drinking forties or, uh, you know, doing beer bongs outside my college dorm, things like that. And it's like, Oh, let's try this beer. It's, it says blonde raspberry. Oh, what's this going to be about? And you're just like, beer can have flavor. Right. <laughs> you know, it's that nucleus exploding in in your brain. That's right. Like here it is. Here's what beer can be. And, uh, I, I mean, joining the craft beer scene right now, especially in Canada and uh, most most of the upper U.S. And, and most of the West Coast, it's like just another brewery, another brewery, another brewery. Mm-hmm. I mean, in your region alone, you're not far from Third Moon. They opened during the pandemic. Um, another couple of, excuse me, breweries are opening like during the pandemic here in Montreal. We've had two open. It's like two new ones. You can't stop. It's fantastic. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting. It really is. I do think is there a saturation point? Is there a point where they will no longer be viable or able to compete? And I can't really see that happening. I only know of one out uh, in Peterborough that, uh, that closed. And, and the more I talk to people, they say it was really just, it was, it was sort of a half-hearted effort to get going. But I love the fact that there's new ones popping up all the time. There's a new one on the horizon in Oshawa too, which I'm really excited about. Really looking forward to it. That's a new ritual. Okay, new cool. ritual. So looking forward to that one too. I've talked to them a couple of times, yeah, but just getting excited about it. Yeah. yeah. I was there at the Ottawa craft beer festival last year. Um, or well, check no last year. And it's like, I got, there's a Durham region section there. So I could just see how that's growing in your area, which is awesome to see. So, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've got 10 and uh, potentially another one. Well, I told you about new ritual and I mm-hmm. think there's another one thinking about opening up this way too. That's, that's fantastic. So, oh, it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great living like 20, 25 minutes away from, from 10 breweries and they're all quality breweries. 
That's, That's nice. fantastic. Um, so the username Oshawa Beer Guy, why'd you keep it? I mean, it's nice and simple. It's direct, obviously. You know, you're from Oshawa. You're a beer guy. Uh, why not Why not the complicator? Why not like Bob Drinks Craft or, or anything like that? Yeah, it is kind of funny. I have wondered about that origin. I think it's just kind of pragmatism that, that brought that forward. Uh, I started actually on Twitter. And I thought this is a good way just to sort of, you know, highlight what I'm doing. And then uh, I tried Facebook, but nothing is like Instagram where it's like instant, you know, take a picture and then you can instantly post it. But uh, the name, I, I think that's just kind of who I am, kind of keep it simple <laughs> and direct. I thought maybe I should have had the word craft in there somewhere, <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's fine. It's, it, so far, it's been fine. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the Instagram, uh, like I mentioned, pre-show, I love the fact that you take a picture, you describe the beer, and then you kind of add either like a life event or something's going on right now. Uh, what brought that inspiration for you for your Instagram to do that, to like let people know this is going on in my life and here's the perfect beer associated with it right now? Yeah, interesting. And thanks for saying so, because I do wonder sometimes like how how often people are are taken to sort of the composition and I, I have to say, I take pride in, in what I write, um, but um, I don't know. It, it just sort of evolved. And I think it's just the way my my mind works, uh, always trying to make connections. And I think I've always been a good writer, uh, if I do say so myself, just kind of the idea of, of getting across certain ideas with words. And I think it makes it a little bit interesting. I don't know. I feel like I don't journal. I don't do, you know diaries or, or any sort of other way of keeping track of, of my thoughts and feelings, but maybe this is a good way. Maybe this is my outlet. So my sort of subconscious outlet for, uh, for sharing my feelings yeah. with the world. But um, yeah, yeah, I enjoy doing it. I think, you know, every once in a while I get one that I, that kind of impresses myself. <laughs> no, like it's great. That. Uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's thanks. not, not so long that it's not like a blog where, you know, sometimes I love sitting down and reading a good beer blog, but sometimes just an Instagram posts uh, like you have, where it's just like, here's the beer, here's how it tastes. Here's what I think of it. And here's like a great event associated with it. It's nice. It's compact. It's literally maybe a minute out of my day to just get that done. Hit like, obviously, but, you know, you hit that like, cause that helps bring your social media forward. So yeah, it's, sure. uh, it's very important. And I'll honestly not like something if I don't like it. I won't just randomly click like like a lot of people will do. I right, do right. I do try and share the love, but at the same time, you know, some guy posts like, here's my Budweiser and I'm outside unmasked. I'm like, no, you're, you're not my friend. <laughs> so Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. And, 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 and I've realized that over time. And I think the, the angle I take of that is, you know, someone else is going to scroll through that someday and say, oh, Oshawa Beer Guide liked this picture of, you know, of Coors Light or something like that. Then you start kind of maybe lowering your own value, if that's a thing. Mm -hmm. if that's a thing. So, yeah, I, it, I think it's important to uh, to think about what you're what you're clicking on for sure. I mean, your name goes on it, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, you know, it's... Um... Yeah, and you're obviously very passionate. You do have uh, like over a thousand posts, which is quite impressive considering you just started it a little over a year ago from, from what you're right, saying. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's a lot. That's a lot of uh, things you put forward. And you said you recently retired as well. So got to gotta get that outlet. Got to do something else besides just sitting at home during a pandemic. Let's do some <laughs> other stuff too. So <laughs> It was interesting about a year ago at this time because I was really missing teaching. 
I was missing the community connection. Right. Um, and I felt that, um, you know, there's so much I could be offering that I wasn't able to, because, you know, I wasn't in that classroom in the, in the time when maybe the kids needed someone the most. And, you know, I, I mean, I mean, you, we've, we've talked this evening, but you might start, you know, kind of figuring out that I'm a person that maybe gives as much as he can, because that was the kind of teacher I was, right. Just mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, we're, we're getting across the academic goals, but also doing as much as I can to make the kids feel good about themselves. Right. And that's, that's the way I looked at it. So it was a tough time. It was a tough time. And I would start drinking a little bit earlier during that early part of the pandemic. It'd be like, okay, coffee's done. One, one thirty. maybe open up a beer. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, I believe it's uh, the show Dumb People Town. It's uh, 6 p.m. is the 3 a.m. of day drinking. So it's uh, it's quite it's quite the great quote. Uh, I personally am probably going to pick up a T-shirt from it because I think it's hilarious when if you're at a beer festival, people are like, oh, we know time you're going to bed tonight whenever beer festivals return. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. uh, it's awesome. And uh, obviously you sounded very passionate uh, as a teacher yourself. And education is more so important than ever right now. So. you know, just uh, taking a backseat to it, letting yourself de- obviously decompress from the many years that you were in the uh, school system. It's very important that you take your time in, and you are, like I said, you get that creative outlet and you keep your Instagram going. And that's, that's very obviously high on your list, which is great. So, yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Um, do you see, have you collabed or do you self see yourself collabing with your Instagram with a brewery at some point, if you can? Yeah. I, yeah, it's possible for sure. And it's really interesting. There's a couple of breweries that do send me stuff. And I always feel a little bit different when I when I post those. Kind of like it's not, I, I don't know, even I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels a little different mm-hmm. when I post those ones. Kind of like I have to post them rather than I want to. So I'm really, I'm really not sure how to go with that. Um, but I'm still open for sure. Um, I do work with uh, Community Craft Beer Box, uh, and that's an organization. This this woman is like a superwoman. She's probably mid-30s, and uh, she organized a few in-person festivals, um, including uh, the New Market Craft Beer Festival. And I was there, which was kind of interesting, but I didn't know her at the time. That was, one, that was maybe November of 2019. And then, um, then she contacted me early into, uh, into COVID and asked me to, to be on the committee. I'm... I'm happy to do it. And, you know, I've given some great insight and we're doing zoom meetings right now. We're doing zoom tasting, but, um, and that's fine. It's good. I, I love the input and I love just the, you know, the, the venue of, of talking to people and trying beers, but really, really looking forward to seeing where that goes when it becomes um, in person again, I'd love to work on a committee like that, like an in-person one. I think I've got a lot of skills when it comes to um, sort of organizing and planning also, um, Maybe it's from teaching, but just how to adapt really quickly if there's a problem or a situation, or even if it isn't a problem or a situation, but seeing something that can be done better and then quickly, quickly adjusting to that. So that's that's maybe a collab or at least close <laughs> to it. But um, I, I, I'm i sure it's a topic that we can talk about, but I do do fundraising. Yes. Uh, and I call it cans for change. Yeah, I was, and I was, but, but, but to, you like just beat me to it. So, oh, okay, okay. I, and I knew you would, I knew you would talk to me about it. Um, but I did want to say that there's been a, a number of, of uh, breweries that have been really, really helpful and uh, supportive when it comes to that. 
and, and mention what what is cancer change like like what does that initiative entail for the for those for for those who are watching who who could right. either help or be involved and, and help you out somehow what is cancer change and and how can how is it helping your community oh well um yeah it's it's a, a long and and maybe interesting story but i'll try to make it a shorter and interesting story at the same time all good you well, let it all out <laughs> if you have to so. yeah. <laughs> okay um well, I, I'll say it started with George Floyd. It started with with his murder uh, last year, and it was at the time when uh, when things were going, you know, I don't want to say not great. It just they weren't they weren't really progressing much for me. And I'm not saying that that I just jumped on a bandwagon, but I think what I saw was was an opportunity to build community and to and to um, to be part of something again not even really knowing where it would go. And it's funny because you and I had talked about um, the SO beer boys and they had a big part to play in the story too, because I saw their post uh, early in the pandemic about, um, about their work at, at collecting cans for, um, for a children's hospital in Hamilton. That's actually where I grew up in Hamilton. So I thought this is a great idea. So I'm going to start saving my cans. So I had bags for them and I was, and I talked to them a couple of times about how am I going to get my bags to you? It's a pandemic. And at that time, the uh, stay at home order was, seemed to be way stricter than it, than it was right now. So I was pretty serious about, about not going anywhere. And then of course, George Floyd. And then, and then for whatever reason, like it, it rocked most of the, the, of the world, it really had more of an impact. And I don't really know why, maybe because of the brutal situation of it, maybe the video um, was so clear and so, you know, one-sided and it's, you know, horror, mm-hmm. um, but it really did affect me. And then Blackout Tuesday came soon after that. And I posted, uh, you know, the black, the black screen on Instagram. And then I really, really took the time to read everybody's posts. Um, and, I, and I found, um, I started writing back to, to pretty much everyone. And, I, and remember, I'm still really new in, at Instagram at this time. So I was still not even really sure my direction at the time. But I was reading everyone's posts. And then I started writing back. And I, I was saying... Um, it's not enough to say we're not racist. We need to actually be part of the solution. We have to, we have a role to play. We each have a role to play um, in, in finding a solution. And I started thinking about that. And then it was like, okay, I've written this 20 times. What will my role be? And then I realized I'm saving these cans. Maybe I can do something with it. I messaged the SO beer boys and they were like hundred percent. We're hundred percent behind you. If you wanted to bring your cans to something else. So then I started looking for, um, an organization out my way and i was looking at a couple and then i asked my kids i have i have three kids that are i guess they're adults now and uh <laughs> my son uh, my son had just come back from a black lives matter rally in oshawa and he said yeah i know of one called the durham black students network and um i, I was like okay i looked into it i started messaging them and then we met it was kind of funny we met in a, in a parking lot at a local tim hortons and it was it was really kind of awkward. Like you guys, <laughs> they're looking at me like he wants to help us, and I'm looking yeah. at them like, do I want to help them? It was kind of weird. It was like, but then it went off great. They're great, great people, and they work with youth in Durham region here, uh, ages 14 to 29, and they try to give them, I guess the short answer is they try to give them opportun- um, opportunities for entrepreneurialism, which is excellent. And I think I think it's really just breaking the cycle, and that that's the way I see it trying to get kids to see themselves as part of something that, uh, that they can get their feet uh, on the ground and, and, 
and really sort of start changing things, mm-hmm. right? So um, it, it was interesting. It started out with, with just my own cans and then Instagram followers. And then I got businesses involved and some breweries have been excellent. Um, the second wedge up in Uxbridge uh, was the first to jump, jump on board and they were great. Uh, Town Brewery in Whitby, they've done a few things for me, which is excellent. Actually, second wedge continues to drop off cans. Um, Old Flame in Port Perry has been terrific. Uh, Falcon in Ajax has been great. And I've been talking to a couple of others now um, out in Bowmanville Chronicle, um, which is a really interesting and, and cool brewery too. Um, and Man Antler, uh, Man Antler that I'm drinking tonight. And then some craft beer restaurants as well. Uh, Butchie's uh, in uh, in Whitby and Berry Hill in Oshawa and uh, Port Social in Port Perry, Port Social, Marwin's Global Bistro. That guy's been incredible. That guy's been incredible. And if anyone's listening, you know, support these guys 100%. Any of those people I mentioned, because they've been just awesome. And their their community mindedness is really, really, you know, you know exemplary. And really a role model to anyone who's thinking about, you know, what I can do to help. Yeah, no. And it's super important right now to show who, who you're supporting. The craft beer community, the Instagram community that we're part of are just so supportive of each other. And that's what's really, really important. And, you know, uh, like I, like we mentioned pre-show, we've both met Ed. It's like, hey, Ed, how can we do something to help? Or, or I have friends of color I've known since I was five, six years old. It's like, what what can I do to, to help initiate some change? Even if it's just something as simple as, as ordering from like a local Haitian restaurant, just let me know. So, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And really, really interesting evolution of my own thinking along the way as well. Like it's been an evolution of my own thinking when it comes to, you know, understanding, you know, white privilege and, and really the challenges that people of color face. Um, but in the, in the charity work that I'm doing, it's been an, an evolution as well. Realizing that I thought it was, it was me who was, who was really instigating, you know, the sort of change but I found out maybe about a few months in anyway, I can't, I can't really figure out when, cause I'm just looking back right now that it's building community in a different way. Like everyone who contributes, um, like, like I was thanking them and I thought, okay, you know, all you're doing is give me your can. So I was, I was really thanking them, but they end up really thanking me for what I'm doing. So I believe that, you know, that evolution, getting back to that evolution of thinking, I'm realizing that, I'm giving people uh, a way to make themselves feel like they're they're being part of the solution, which is something that I never counted on really from the start. But I think that's at least as equally as important as anything else that I'm doing as well, you know, because it, it we have to continue to build community. I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, it's really when you think about being that third link in the necessary three part chain. It's yeah, yeah, I like that. Like they they. You know, these restaurants, unfortunately, because they're so busy uh, that they unfortunately don't have the time to dedicate to this. So they need, in a sense, a project manager like yourself doing this to be the middleman to, uh, hey, can you help? Awesome. Let me send it on. And and then just you getting these contacts as well, finding out that I'm supporting these places and then they're supporting me for the cause I'm trying to support. That's just the in a weird way it is a trickle down 
system that's very necessary where you're going into right, silos. Right. So, yeah. And I think that, you know, what you said there, I, I hadn't thought of it that way before, but the idea of the trickle down really is important in this case, right? Because, you know, if we're doing nothing, then the trickle stops mm-hmm. and then there is no, there is no community building. And, you know, the idea is to spread it as, you know, as quickly and as, at least as, as far as we can. Uh, so awesome. And, and I'll definitely, uh, at the end of the show, I'll be grabbing all those links from you. We'll post them in the show notes. So well, anybody who yeah, does want to donate, uh, it'll be in the show notes for those to be passed along. Um, you know, I do what I can, obviously donate, donate when I can, uh, or uh, even just at the end of the year, I know it's like, oh, I get tax write-offs, but still let's send out some money because it looks, you know, why, why keep it all to myself? Why be selfish? Like, I give away a certain part of my salary every year because I believe in certain causes. Uh, this year, before everything happened, I, g- I gave away to a BLM, BLM cause. I honestly can't remember which one it was. It was a very small one. Uh, but then, you know, I have uh, friends and coworkers who have uh, dealt with lymphoma and cancers and stuff. So it's like donate to those as well. Heart disease, you know, things that are very pre- prevalent yeah. in, in communities that are very important to me. So um if you got the extra money, if you got the extra time, please donate it. And that's all we can ask. So that's right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, so uh, for people who are visiting the Oshawa area who are new, let's say myself, I head out, tell me like five places, carp, go. These five, <laughs> no matter what. Narrowing it down to five. I would say, I would say town for sure. Go down to town in, uh, in South Whitby. You know, Whitby's Whitby's pretty good. Well, Whitby's really good. I would say I I have to say all or nothing. Brew House in Oshawa. They, I mean, that's that's where I am too. And and they do a great job. They do a great job. I would try Little Beasts as well. Little Beasts in uh, in Whitby as well. Just close, just on the other side of the Oshawa border. Little Beasts are super creative. Uh, they make really quality beers. And it's kind of a side note, but it's an important one. They have great bottle art. They have great, like, intriguing bottle. A lot of it's inspired by Nordic mythology. Yeah. It, it really is quite cool. Um, and I would say Five Paddles as well in Whitby. Uh, five Paddles. They, uh, it was funny because maybe Five Paddles is near the beginning of my, of my beer adventures too because I, was, I went there early on too sometime in my early adventures of into craft beer. And... Uh, I was talking to uh, I was talking to the guy there about beer, and he said, "I just want to try every beer in the world." And I thought, "Okay, that's that's." <laughs> and at that time, I was still pretty naive. It's like, can that be done? But yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the goal. And and you know, even some of the great great beer that I have, it's 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 rare that I'll go back to the same one more than twice or three times because there's just so much great beer out there. But I would say I would say. Uh, is that four? Yeah, then, that's four. Yeah, uh, I would little beast. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, five paddles, a town. Yeah. Um, all or nothing. Yeah, so that's four. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough. I would, because the Bowmanville ones, there's two in Bowmanville, they're so close and they're going to be close together. But I'll say Chronicle of Man Yeah, <laughs> okay. I know uh, the, as like a former uh, a, uh, Dungeons and Dragons nerd in high school and stuff, the, oh, the Chronicle right. concept, I'm just like, oh my God, I have to go to this place. So, so you, you know them, you know Chronicle. Or I know them. of them. Unfortunately, yeah. I've never had a chance to get their beer uh, because last time we went down that way, 
myself and, and Phil, my videographer, is like Toronto, uh, head out to Milton for Third Moon. So it's like you're mentioning the the bottle art, uh, Third Moon's bottle art with uh, Little oh, Beast yeah. bottle art would be quite the collab now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but it's like we headed to Milton and then everything in like the GTA core. So like I wanted to go to Bowmanville, but it just completely slipped my mind once I was in in the GTA Mississauga area. So just makes for another trip sometime yeah. whenever you can. Yeah. And Chronicle, it, it is cool because you said something about Dungeons and Dragons Geek. That's kind of what they base themselves on. I mean, even their even their symbol is a 20-sided die, right? Mm-hmm. And I went in the first time. I was like, wait a second, is that name? Is that name from Dungeons and Dragons yeah. or from Stranger Things? And the guy looks at me and he says, both. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even simple things like uh, the, the concept of Bandit Brewery in Toronto. It's like, yeah, it's just all raccoons. Oh, sweet. <laughs> like, <yeah>. So <laughs> I love it. And, you know, just the creativity. And, and then there's, you know, uh, people like myself get, getting out and speaking with people like you, uh, with your Instagram and and your obviously your passion behind it with your pictures, your descriptions, uh, being passionate about uh, donating to charities while involving beer. It's all, it's all a great, like bringing it all together, amalgamation of everything that, that we are as a craft beer community. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 It really is pretty cool. And, you know, I guess everyone gets a little bit down from time to time. And, and um, like I said, you know, I was feeling a little down early on about a year ago, but um, the community really does help. And then when I, when I read other people's posts, like people that I would, maybe not even people that I would just consider friends or, or consider friends, but even people that, you know, if they're taking the time to write this, I feel like if I'm thinking that they're feeling down from what they're saying or, or, or something is sort of insinuating that I'm going to take the time to, to write to them and, you know, try to see if there's anything I can do to help them, you know, even just kind of reaching out to anybody might just be it something that'll turn the table in someone's down mood so the, you're right the craft the craft beer community is pretty special yeah it's it's great and yeah. i love being part of it uh and yeah you know it sucks not going to the breweries but well i mean especially in quebec the breweries are very shut down there's zero option to do anything so it's uh it's nice that i have family in ontario so when i visit them there's, you know, uh, I have family in the Alexandria area, so that's literally right across the Quebec-Ontario border. Uh, and then it's like, oh, there's a half hour away, there's a brewery with a patio that's open. I'm going to go have a meal, drink a beer, because I can't do that where I live. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there takeout still? Uh, yeah, uh, we don't have takeout. Infor- uh, takeout, yes, not delivery like you have in Ontario, which makes me very jealous of Ontario. Yeah, it, it did get me through the early part of it. The pandemic just stocking up again yeah. yeah what about i'm sorry i was gonna ask you you were talking about montreal breweries and i do know judiciel and that was one yes. of my goals until things got closed down one of my goals was to get out to judiciel and i i kind of have an interesting maybe it's an interesting story i don't know mm-hmm. because i was at um we were in toronto as a family and we found out about a place called um bar hop and i went in there and i looked and it was like well this one sounds interesting it was a um of an a vanilla stout i think it was a vanilla stout called aphrodite ah uh, yes okay and that was just like boom this is so good and that, that was my goal to get out to to montreal and try mm. to try it again yeah so in montreal it's just their craft beer bar their actual brewery is in very eastern northern quebec oh yeah it's a bit of a travel but it's still uh they're 
their craft beer bar. It's like their craft beer bar and there is a small little brewery in there, uh, but it's very cool. And there's a lot of breweries around there now too. It's not just there. You can go to Reservoir, which is a hop, skip it. I, I, to me, it's a hop, skip it, a jump away. It's like a 20 minute walk. Um, but all that area up in, it's called the plateau. Uh, so all that area, there's breweries. You can, you could go to there. You can, uh, take a little walk to, it's called Beauregard. Uh, they just do dark beers. That's all they do. They focus on dark beers. The flight is free and you can buy on the way out. Um, what nice. else? Yeah. Uh, what else is there around there? Uh, reservoir. It's been too long since I've done it, mm. but yeah, generally it's just a, your best bet if you are visiting Montreal and you are staying at a downtown hotel, let's say, or in if you have an Airbnb and let's say Point St. Charles, Verdun, which is uh, LaSalle, which are very close to downtown Montreal. Uh, you start at the top of the downtown area in the plateau and you work your way down. And that's that's the best way to go. If Like I said, if you're ever out here, I'll send you a list of, of some oh, of the best sure. places Sounds to good. hit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, purification. Yeah. So uh, oh. when it's obviously safe to travel again, when most of us take the vaccine, if you don't take the vaccine, that's your choice. I disagree with you. But uh, when hopefully most of us have taken the vaccine, it's safe to travel again. There's a whole lot less COVID. A couple of beer cases you want to go on. Uh, and I've been adding this money, very much an important factor. So you can't, you know, take a cruise to New Zealand, <laughs> like whatever. Uh, so money where money's a factor and then where money's not a factor. Right, right, right. Uh, first, I mean, I'm going to be first in line when they offer me that vaccine, just so I can start, you know, seeing my family again, too. But um, this is what I wanted to do. What I wanted, you know, when I retired, I wanted to just drive around Ontario and then go further and, and check out these craft breweries. So the big question I have right now is east or west. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be east. So when we're open again, I think I'm going to head east. I, I do want to get through more well, Montreal. And then uh, the Maritimes, I, I can't wait to get to Halifax. I can't wait to get to Halifax and see what's going on there. And then, you know, stops along the way for sure. But um, Newfoundland is a real sort of um, goal for me. It's the only province I haven't been to. And I've been to one territory. So there's still two territories in Newfoundland I have to get to. Um, but I really want to get out to Newfoundland. I think just everything about their culture, everything about their, their lifestyle um, I just want to be part of it for a little bit. Uh, I don't know when, what time of year people say different times of year are good. I knew, I knew Newfoundlanders said you have to go twice once in the summer and once in the winter. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll be the goal to go out there twice. So I think that'll be a realistic one and just stop along the way maybe take a couple of months and just, and just go out East and then just, you know, enjoy that culture for a while. And, um, the fantasy one, I, you mentioned it, and and I was talking about it earlier. Um, New Zealand, because um, I have this I have this theory that when there's a, a big country and then a little country next to it, the it sort of follows the big the same pattern as Canada and the U.S. That the U.S. dominates the culture, but but Canada sort of is boldly independent, and and I realize that when. Uh, Early in my marriage, we uh, we traveled to uh, Europe, and we went from Germany to Austria, and I didn't speak any German, and it was like I feel like I'm home now in Austria, so I started piecing that together, and I think Scotland and England are the same, and I think New Zealand and Australia is the same. So I think I'd like to go to New Zealand for a number of different situations for a number of different reasons, but they tell me that the craft beer is great up there too, so I think that'd be the fantasy one. Yeah, 
I got nothing else. This has been a fantastic talk. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule today to speak with me. Uh, let my viewers know where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, Oshawa Beer Guy on Instagram. Um, and also cans.cans.forchange on Instagram as well. I, I, do, have a, I do have a website for, um, for Cans for Change. That is B-O-B-G-I-U-L dot Wix site, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash cans for change. And um, yeah, thank, thanks for this opportunity. You know, just it's great talking to people. You know, the number of people we talk to is kind of narrowed significantly in the last 14 months. So it's great to talk to someone new, especially someone who's got the same sort of passions as I have. But thanks for especially for giving me, uh, you know, an outlet to talk about uh, cancer change. And, and hopefully that's exactly what it is. Right. We have an opportunity to make something good out of the world, at least a small part of it. So really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much, Carp. Yeah. Every every little bit helps the way I see it, even if oh, it's, sure. you know, oh, I only have a flat of empties to spring them. It's it's two dollars and 40 cents that we didn't have before. So, yeah, and absolutely. And then and every time I post more and more people notice it. And that gives it an opportunity to grow even further. Perfect. So all that's going to be in the show notes. Uh, As for us, it's allbeerinside.com is the website at allbeerinside on all social media. If you want to follow me, it's at killercarpadium on all social media. Uh, Those are both with K's, not C's. Uh, as well, I'm hoping to get the t-shirts up and running soon. So you feel free to buy yourself an all beer inside shirt when they're available. Uh, And I say the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.